episode 69 it is yes sir the full squad is back paul ryan gordo we are here man and um shit i mean i wish we had a funny episode i wish we was maybe speaking to some only fans chicks or being like episode 69 but now we can't even do that because you know we might just get hit with the rico Let's just get started with it, man. It's crazy out here. Rap snitch kitchens, man. Shout out, shout out MF Doom. But yeah, man, today in Atlanta or yesterday, really, um, I guess the cops have been zeroing in on this uh seven-year investigation. So there's been a couple rap crews that have been named in addition to like 20 other gangs that they are going after. But YSL, Young Stoner Life. Um, Young Thug's label, who was also home to Gunna. Um, Both of them got picked up as, and, you know, everyone else on the label too. So it was like Duke, you know, whoever else is on YSL. It was at least 10 rappers and and all their employees and everything got taken down. So, you know, if you don't know what a RICO case is, it's like racketeering and things like that. So that's what they can do to take down a whole gang at once. So you know, they'll everybody, say, yeah, everybody gets the same charge. So it's really nothing yeah. like it's nobody can take the fall for anything. Everybody getting charged with the same thing. That's when you got to start. You know, you got to start seeing who real, you know, who's going to fold because they're going to have you guys all in separate uh, rooms talking. And we've all seen first 48. So, you know, whoever yeah. gets the uh, White Castle or Burger King delivery, so you already the, know what's going to happen. We're, we're, we're in Chicago with the Italian <laughs> beef and the Pepsi. <laughs> Hey, if they dip the Italian beef, if they dip the Italian beef, he talking for real. I mean, if it, I did my Italian. And I mean, and it being normal, it being, a normal thing. Hey, being Italian, from right. Chicago, if it's dry, then you know you definitely got <laughs> Yeah. Hey man, so I mean, yeah, bro. I mean, yeah, no, go on. No, I'm saying being from Chicago, we ain't we, you know, we ain't no strangers to Ricos and you know the and, vibes and, and these type of things. <laughs> right, I was joking and, earlier. I was joking earlier when the list of, of the gang names dropped, and I said, "What y'all, what y'all laughing about? We next. The cod is right there." That's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Like people, like shit. I'm looking at it like shit. Yeah, it's nasty. Everybody in the Chicago area definitely shit since 2012, 2011. I'm like, it's been ten years, so they definitely got some shit from motherfuckers waiting to pop out. You feel me? But like I say, I don't know how that's gonna work out with um with Kim ass in the office, but shit. Right, definitely, motherfuckers definitely like dirt guys. Better be looking out next. His ass, man, man, bro. And and that's the crazy thing. Seven years, right? So I was just saying, I was just saying how I think we've all heard the story of you know one of Young Thug's associates during the height of the Thug and Wayne beef, shooting at Wayne's tour bus and things like that. Yeah, and to me, I was like. You know, when you think about it, it, it is wild in hip hop to like sit there and we just accept that as a fact. Like if it's just a, you know, a Marvel movie or something else, we'll just be like, you know, he shot at Wayne's tour bus. But if one of them shits hit Wayne now, now how does things change? Now it's memorials. Now it's this, it's that and the third. But I didn't hear anything else after that. You know, seven yeah, years later. Good. Thug released how many albums? He did this, he did that. You know, you live in a life, really. I'm not saying that he should have got taken down or whatever. I don't know the situation or what really happened. But I'm saying that was the rumor back then. 
and now they are bringing all of this to light. You know what I mean? Yeah, so they're the saying that, of it yeah, stuff, thug, so, yeah, you know, they said he rented the car and that's just in addition to probably whatever they think that he's financing that the other people on the label are doing. So, yeah. you know, they, they said they got people in jail who said that they contacted thug to ask his permission to make a second attempt on YFN Lucci's life. Like it's really crazy. Yeah, like it's I, stuff I that, that you be too. I'm like, damn, I didn't even know they was deep in that hard. Right. Go ahead and, you know, go ahead and do second murder attempts on uh YFN uh on Lucci ass. I'm saying like, damn, I didn't even know they was doing all of that shit. But Gee. shit, hopefully, I'm just saying, hopefully, you know, you know, Gunny and Thug can find their way out of this shit. You feel yeah. me? I feel like it's just like, you know, after a while they shouldn't have been involved in a lot of street exactly. shit. Exactly. They shouldn't even hear no say so and none of that, you know. It's just like exactly oh, but, like that's the money you supposed to protect the money at the end of the uh-huh. day. Yes, but it's just like you shouldn't even have. Hey, that hey look, and this is the problem. That paper trail shouldn't even lead to anything. That <laughs> exactly, anyone that else wants go to back do. to gun the. You know what? It's the overall problem in hip hop too, and is that a lot of these rappers and a lot of these people who make it, they tend to stay involved with that type of shit. I'm not saying he yeah. was or he wasn't. But but you know we've seen in the past like a lot of a lot of cats you know the Nipsey's the you know what I'm saying uh, people who really had something going man they just stay involved for some reason. But look look man. it's a little different though it's a little different with Nip right because I feel like if you're in a gang okay you can stop but are you really done you know it's almost like a family at that point so even if you're done and you're out and no one expects you to be putting in work. It's like something could always still come back, right? Like something could always still come back. So it's like Nipsey, you know, him being in his hood trying to, you know, make a store and things like that. I feel like it was a proximity issue. Like, hey, I'm here and you have access to me and I got no security and things like that. But, you know, for people like Thug talking about people are calling him directly talking about, can we get your approval? Like, that's crazy. Like, you are, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you a real mob shit. boss out it? here. And then I know YFN is a street rapper himself, but man, I can't imagine really being an artist, right? And we already know people in the public eye is crazy for them. So imagine you being an artist and maybe you're not even about that street shit and someone makes an attempt on your life. People made an attempt on John Lennon, right? I mean, they, it was successful, but I'm saying like anyone can get God. So imagine someone attempts on your life just a random person you thinking it's a wild fan but imagine another artist sent some shit you know what i mean it's like yeah, yo, it's wild crazy. bro yeah, like yeah. i'm just trying to make music <laughs> like and i gotta dodge that it's yeah yeah no that's some crazy that's crazy i didn't even think about it in that way but i'm like shit you know it's like shit pick your beefs that's all that really right. come down to it you know so it's just like shit me personally, I never really seen non-street motherfuckers beef with motherfuckers that ain't from the streets. You feel me? Right. So it's like motherfuckers really kind of know what they expect, what come with that shit. But it's just like <laughs> you know, I don't it's know. funny. You talk about non-street, and at the press conference today, they had a um, they had a reporter ask if Jack Harlow is going to be next <laughs> to be putting the uh, into the Rico stuff because I don't know if he had a song with Gunna or or something like that, but. I don't know if it got people shooken up. You know, I think it's got people shaken up just because maybe this is the first instance of people even hearing what a Rico's about. So when they see artists get taken down and they're like, oh, I thought that was a label. You know, now on the list, they have 4PF. So is Little Baby next? 
You know, they mm-hmm. had they had some but I mean Playboy's card. That's what I was gonna say. That's what I was thinking too, that little baby would be next after gunning, because you know they kind of right. co-signed him and put him on, you feel me? So I they was had the they had four thing, PF like, listed. They had like, four PF listed under the crib. First day as well. You feel me? I, I was so yeah. wondering that. But that make that makes sense. Like they don't get everybody that's really affiliated and known affiliation, you feel me? So I'm right. like, I don't, I'm like, what, what's so crazy is people were saying like the rap lyrics being used as evidence now. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, they got a lot of discography to go through. You feel me? And so it's just like. And it's crazy because like they're, they're pulling up lyrics that we might brush off. So they're pulling up lyrics that say, I got like in court, they brought up, I got a 30 round chopper or something or 30 round drum, something like that. But it was like, oh, like when you hear this, do you think that they really have a a hundred choppers or or now I, mean, I guess they could, really, but right, yeah. Nowadays you can't put it past motherfuckers not to have it. You feel me? Like shit. Right. Like shit. We saw I saw a video of a bunch of shorties with like at least over 20 fucking guns in a in a, a YMCA damn near a gym. You feel crazy. me? Crazy. Crazy. So I'm like if a motherfucker say they got a drum or something like that, I wouldn't even be surprised if they actually didn't have it. Right. Like, Especially nowadays. Yeah. And it's ironic because it's uh, episode 69, right? And I mean, <laughs> right. 69, 69 got here with the Rico. I mean, he sound like a bird, but you know. And see, this is the thing, bro. It's like 6ix9ine out, but it's like they, they target in YSL, they target in 4PF, they're going to target YFN. It, I mean, That's at least in Atlanta, it seems like they're about to t- wipe the whole industry. Like, yo, yeah. what we on? You trying to take away the genre now? You want to take away the genre? Who are you going to have left? 6 9 right? Like, nah, this is it's some wild shit, because where does it stop? Who else could you just categorize? Right. Like, imagine you got a label, right? And you sign somebody. I'm not responsible for you. I'm paying you, and whatever you do with your money shouldn't reflect on me. But exactly. if you do that's something, a, if you do something with like the money, where and that, I feel like that's where you know Thug and Gunna can beat that shit because at the end of the day, they like, hey, we we just paying niggas they they fees and what they do. You feel right. you're not paying niggas to go out there and oh, whack motherfuckers. Yeah. So if, if Buddy uses his paycheck to go whack motherfucker, they ain't got shit to do with us. You feel me? Like, right. Like, Hollering. That's the same. Like think about it. The same way we go out there, it's the same way we get paid and motherfuckers go buying hookers, alcohol, weed, and shit like that. Our employees ain't got shit to do with that. You feel me? Exactly. Exactly. So I feel like that's the only way they can really truly beat it. If they come like, all right, y'all paid this man this amount of money on the books, and he went and did pay such and such 20 bands to, no, nah, they ain't got shit to do with us. That's just a bunch yeah. of transfer money. You feel me? And that's how, really that's how I ultimately feel like they can. Yeah, the Rico got to hold up. The Rico got to hold up from the source. Yeah, and they gotta, and the thing is, they already gotta have an informant though. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing about it; they already gotta have an informant. So it's just like that's Who the main it? thing that motherfuckers be think tweaking off of. All right, bet you get the results. They they can build the case all they fucking want, but they ain't got yeah. they ain't got no evidence or nobody to to factualize that shit. There, the case can't go right. nowhere. So it's like and we, that they yeah. have to have some type of informant or somebody that already made a plea deal with them. Mm-hmm. And we've, you know, we've heard about hip hop cops, you know, are probably like for a while now, you know, since yeah. early 2000s and things like that. So imagine you've been followed for seven years. That must be crazy to be taken down. And then they start telling you, yeah, we got to we've been building a case for seven years. Like, yo, y'all didn't watch crazy. me celebrate. Y'all didn't watch me probably have kids. Y'all don't watch me. 
Why didn't you just pick me up when it started, yo? <laughs> like, no, nah, they want to send niggas away from that max. You feel me? Yeah, That's really, really they, they talk about like they shit. talk about it's a possibility of life if if Thug gets convicted. So. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you never know. Because the thing is, like, motherfuckers might be on their third, second, fourth strike. You feel me? Shit, the lawyers can only do so much of, you know, community service and and, and making motherfuckers pay these crazy-ass bonds. But it's just like, after a while, your ass is going to have to sit and do that time. You feel me? So it's just like, yeah, I, it's crazy that it's just like I say, like, in regard, like, when I say it comes to the justice system and the black man, they will wait till your ass hit all your strikes and then build the biggest case against your ass just so they can make sure your ass never see it, the light of day again. And this is just the fucking court system. You feel me? In the way that shit made. Like, they don't give a fuck. It ain't no rehabilitation, none of that. They, your ass is done. You sitting for the they rest damn of your life. They damn near wait till you got something to lose. Yeah, right. that's what I think. Highest moment. Yeah, gonna just really... You know, in his bag, kind of top motherfucker in the rap game right now, you know. Right. Probably, Got Chloe. You feel me? He pushing P and shit. Motherfuckers out here and said, fuck that. We pushing your ass right to the cell. Exactly. You pushing jail. Exactly. Like, that shit crazy. But it's shit. intense, bro. But like I say, like, hey, we, hey, we got to pray for him, man. We need a modern day Johnny Cochran in this bitch. You feel me? We ain't Facts. got one. No, we ain't got one of him. No we, the, the closest we got is a Benjamin Crump who just shows up to every uh, <laughs> every single uh, hey. civil rights issue. And, you know, he's probably how much money like would you two cases? I'm about to say, how much money would you put on that, that Crump shows up? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> nah, nah. Uh, Whoever Thug's Thug's lawyer was already out there talking about like my client is going to get out even if I have to shed every drop of blood or something. It was it was a wild, it was a wild yeah, statement. The guy yeah. looked the guy looked Italian too, like tanned up, like he looked like probably somebody who would have been on like Trump's like you know sleeves bag, like the, the button die here and shit like he should have been in miami i was like this is a whole this is a whole movie right now this is a whole production oh, like yeah. this shit gonna be a whole we're <laughs> gonna make a we're gonna make a hood classic out of this shit come on bro that nigga look like scarface talking about he thought <laughs> lawyer i was like all right man but <laughs> hey, bro you like scarface <laughs> hey so let's get on nba bro because it's heating up right now um i just heard some breaking news earlier about john morant yeah. Possibly being out. What's going on? Jabba Red just got, um, I guess, MRIs and everything right. came back and he got a bone bruise on his knee. Um, the knee that they was trying to say Jordan uh, Poole injured uh, intentionally. But yeah. like somebody, but like I was, like I pointed out, you can't get a bone bruise from somebody grabbing your knee. Like he, yeah. like, like, like we, like a lot of people say, like if y'all watched the game earlier in the game, he collided with Clay. And that's when we, that's when we, a lot of us that, you know, play basketball, watch the game, suspected that he got that bone bruise. It wasn't when Poole, like, intent, I don't know if he intentionally or unintentionally grabbed his knee, but it wasn't being like somebody grabbing your knee is not going to bruise your bone. But right. it, it, it definitely could have aggravated or, or hyper, made it hyper, extended it or something, shit like that. But it was just, it's unfortunate for the Grizzlies, you know, but it's like me personally, I didn't think that they was going to win the series. I, I, I didn't. I didn't think he was going to go to no game seven or six or five at the most, you feel me? But, um, you know, it's unfortunate for the Grizzlies to lose their star player, you feel me? All-star. 
Um, definitely feel like John Moran is on his way to superstar status, right, the face right. of the league potentially. But you know, next year, you know, next year they can do it. You know, they'll have mm-hmm. um, everybody a hundred percent of full throttle. You know, but it's unfortunate. You know, I was enjoying the series. And you know, they got a good team. Yeah, they had a good team. You know, but I just didn't think that they was ready to beat. You know, the Warriors. They got a good know? team. They kept up with uh, they kept up with Golden State. Yesterday without John Moran. Yeah, they did. And um, man, I, I think that's the that's the tall, you know, the telltale sign, right? It's like, yeah, uh, you want to see teams that have a, a lot of good role players, you know, that can step in even when they start players hurt. Yeah, definitely agree. Definitely agree. Uh, and I and that's what and that's really what it comes down to. You know, it's like now it's showing like those other guys got an opportunity to show themselves and step up and make something happen. You know potentially give them enough rest to continue, you know, potentially push it to the game six or game seven. Um, but, you know, I just feel like the Grizzlies is, is a team that's still young and developing. You know, I kind of felt that they was, you know, in the Suns position a couple years back, but they kind of made a big full stride like the Suns, but they haven't hit the main stage of hitting the NBA finals yet. And that's probably because they need a couple more veteran pieces and a couple more, you know, leadership talent. And John Morant to just really come into a full, you know, full blown superstar. Um, but I feel like the Grizzlies is definitely one of those teams that's gonna be on the lookout for the next couple of years to come. Like they, they, they here now. You feel me? Like they are here to stay and they're not gonna fall off. They can only continue to rise. So well, yeah, no. I wanted to bring up one more thing in the NBA that's you know definitely not like about like the playing and things like that. Um, but just that the fan dynamic, you know, over the, over the years, we've seen fans kind of get worse. You know, they've been, oh, yeah, jumping in, a- they, they've been talking crap, you know, they've been throwing yeah. things, stuff like that. And we, we rarely see anything happen and it got, you know, disgusting probably like, you know, a few days ago when somebody pushed Chris Paul's mom. Yeah. His wife. What was really yeah. the situation yeah. there? And it was so crazy. So they, so they bumped into it. Hold on, it was his it was his mom they bumped into and I think somebody pushed his, his uh wife, wife. With, with, yeah. with the kids sitting there. Yeah, wow. it was in, but the crazy thing, it was a little, it was a teenager though. Like teenager, it was, yeah. It was a teenager though. So it was just like was it, it was like young. in a like a crowd almost? Like when they because I, I still don't know. Like I kind of just like seen this stuff. Like it was it's weird to say it, it was weird. It's like we don't really see the full context of the situation. We just see Chris Paul talking to the shorty, but it's just like yeah. It's just like in the context, like security and everybody that's security for the for the for the uh, arena is around the shorty and everything and get ready to escort them out. But it's just like it was so weird because it's just like I was thinking like, hey, this might I'm thinking it's gonna be a grown man, a whole town, yeah, like a small shorty. Right, but right. I'm just like, even then, it's just like, where's this kid's parents? Like, how is he? Like, he could that be close, there, yeah, like yeah, close that that close by itself. You feel me? So it's just like who. Like, who's the guardian of this guy? You feel me? Like, yeah. y'all are allowing this right now? And then it's just like, if the kid, if like they end up banning him for a year or maybe, Fuck I think that. it was like maybe a year or two or something like that. It was like, a year, you know, one year. He should have been banned for life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You should be banned for life. Like, it's like, it, it it's, it's it, it makes no sense that the fact that, you know, the players don't even have protection because you know the fans can pretty much do whatever the fuck they want to say whatever mm-hmm. to them but it's like it's even worse that your your family goes to the fucking game and they ain't even got no real protection so it's like now i'm like at the end of the day like fuck it if i'm one of these nba players all right y'all want to go to the game security gonna sit with y'all too we got a ticket for security yeah 
Because if anything but pop off, I'm gonna need him to punch the fuck out of whoever the fuck needs to be punched up. Really? That's just unacceptable. Like this is this is Chris Paul's mom. Like that Chris Paul is like thirty fucking seven or thirty six. You feel me? Yeah. So his mom has to be in her forty. I mean, I have to be down or close to sixty, eighty years old. Damn, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know. You feel me? But she's right. old. She's the older lady. You feel me? At least thirty years old. Or right. Something right. like that. Thirty. Yeah. Years at old. least got thirty years old. You feel me? Or something like yeah. that. It, 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 it's just like it makes no fucking. I'm mad that they had access to him. Exactly. You know? Like honestly, like you know where's the barriers or something like that and this speaks to like a, a larger issue because i could see if you have like family or you know close personnel or or maybe you maybe they should switch things up to where you have to like go through an application process or it has to be friends and family or you have to be vetted to even sit courtside but then behind yeah. you they should have some type of barriers you can't get down there at all it should be something like that because it speaks to a larger issue for me because outside of sports, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say three three instances now with, with Live Nation, right? So Astroworld, we saw the tragedy that happened there. One of those issues was lack of security, security not doing anything. We saw in California at one of these uh, festivals, Draco the Ruler got stabbed backstage because yeah. what? There is no security. No one had metal detectors. No one checked people. No one patted people down. How did anyone get backstage that many people with a knife and, and stab an artist who was, you know, who's ready before. to go on stage? Exactly. Yeah. Um, you know, another thing, the third thing with Live Nation recently was at the, you know, Hollywood Bowl with Dave Chappelle and, you know, Buddy jumped on stage okay. and went to tackle him. So it's like, right. how are these people even getting close enough to where they can climb on the stage? Where are the security guards to push someone back, hold someone back? Where's the barriers? And then I mean, outside of Live Nation, shit, we had, uh, you know, Will Smith walk up on, on Chris. And I get that he's a celebrity. I get that he's a celebrity. And it's like, we don't know what he's going to do, but yeah, someone should still be at any stage area to be like, nah, fam, like, hold on. You're not authorized. No one's doing that anymore. Apparently. Nobody, no, no, for real though. That's kind of crazy. Nobody's really, the security either ain't doing a job or taking a job serious or either they just don't give a fuck at this point. Right. Cause I'm like, cause, cause I'm like, I'm thinking like shit, even at a college game, they couldn't run directly on the floor. Like they would have to go up a little bit because the college courts are kind of elevated sometimes. Yeah. So it's yeah, just like right. they're not really on the floor. Like the fans are kind of like behind, like in a sense, like you say, in a like barricaded behind the floor. You feel? Yeah, me? yeah, yeah. So they have to when when most college kids run, they score on the floor. Like they gotta jump over to get over to the floor and shit like that. Right. So maybe they probably do need some shit like that. But it's just like yeah. I don't think that the, the thing is like I was watching winning times. It's like literally what the Lakers did made this made, whole shit. We gotta put we gotta we gotta I remember that episode when he said when they was talking about the game and trying to get the cheerleaders added and, and things like that. Like we gotta make this a nightclub. We gotta have celebrities sitting on the floor, which they didn't exactly. do before. We and gotta so have I think, yeah. I feel like that became the market. The marketing Standard. plan and the business model and the way that everybody wanted to do it and that mm -hmm. and that shit's not going to change because they saw how successful it was for the Lakers. Yeah. You just have to re revamp it where it's just like, all right, like you say, we you bro, you crazy, you can't sit next to buddy ass. Exactly. Right, we didn't we didn't check your tweets. You done it and called motherfucking Chris Paul eighty thousand bitches. You cannot be mm -hmm. nowhere near the four, bro. 
Like yeah. you got to be in a stance, unfortunately. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it, behind it, the it, glass, exactly. <laughs> like, and he only got suspended for one year, like so that so that makes yeah. me think like that, yeah, him him getting suspended for one year makes me think like who is his family? You know what I mean? Exactly. Because anybody because anybody else anybody one else probably would have been banned, gone. Yeah. Like and then hold on, let's let's speak about this because people getting real comfortable out here. You know, somebody walked up on Mike Tyson on the airplane. I don't oh, know what on, he was man. doing. And he was drunk, and Tyson had to quick two piece. I mean, you know what that mean? was a dumbass decision of his own. Like, <laughs> I'm not fucking with Mike Tyson. Right I'm not. Man. I'm not fucking with Tyson. Come on, bro. Like, I'm gonna ask him for an autograph and a handshake and a hug. I, mean, I don't want to call. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I don't want to call it privilege, but. We know what it was. We know what it was. It was a frat boy who thought he ran the world. He had a he had a beard. He had a couple beers and his favorite pair of Sperry's on, and he went over to uh just cause some trouble. <laughs> Fuck out of here. But, but oh, yeah, I mean, Mike, he ain't he ain't get charged, of course, because it's like, yeah. how you gonna charge Mike, man? But in other news right. in the NBA, a lot of people are upset that Embiid didn't win the uh, MVP this year. Um, so let's yo. speak about it, man, because um. What I was telling you earlier, you know, when you had brought that up in the uh, Discord, I was saying how I was reading somebody's explanation and the way that they explained it. And tell me if this is, you know, how y'all see it. But they said Embiid was like the scoring champion. But, you know, uh, what, Jokic, he, uh, yeah. they said he was a better overall player. That's how they was trying to explain it. Yeah, no, and I, and I can, no, I'll honestly say this. And, then, and I have no beef against Joel Embiid. I think Joel Embiid is an amazing player. I actually want him to get his MVP eventually sometimes. I actually want him to be in the finals this right. year, but I don't know if that's going to be possible. But, you know, it's just like, you got to think about it like this. Most valuable player. Yes, Embiid is a valuable player to the fucking Philadelphia 76ers. But right. the Philadelphia 76ers started off this year with a loaded-ass roster that was way better than the Denver Nuggets. Right. The Denver Nuggets lost their second and third option, which was Michael Carter Jr. and, and, and Murray. Both of them 100%, are gone. 100%. Jokic carried that fucking team in every fucking form of way possible to get them niggas into the playoffs and be able to win a fucking game against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. So it, it, it's like me personally, yes, and be – it's like, yes, Embiid is doing the same shit and doing it cool. He's scoring more points. But at the end of the day, this man is doing it with a way depleted-ass roster. In a way, in my opinion, in a way harder fucking uh, conference. Unfortunately. Not to, say that the East, not to say that the East is, is not as hard as the West, but unfortunately, that man had less and still accomplished a lot. Mm-hmm. And you had a lot, and you didn't. You you had more, and you didn't accomplish a lot. You feel me? Yes, you third in the fucking East, in the East, and all that shit. But it's just like you just. It's just like me personally. You had so many pieces around you that it's like you had to thrive. You feel me? Yeah. Because it's like I, think about. If I'm thinking yeah. about this. Like if Jokic had the fucking team that Philly has, yeah. and he had that roster with him. They right they going crazy. Be, they They'll still be playing. Finals. They'd be in the conference fucking finals. Mm-hmm. I don't think nobody could stop them. Yeah. Because the yeah, way the, it's like me personally watching his interviews, the man has no athleticism. He just plays the game of basketball. He's not, he's not trying to out out be stronger than you. He's not trying to be faster than you. The man just plays basketball. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and, and me personally, that's why I'm like, 
I'll allow, I'll accept that he has it because at the end of the day, he's a basketball player all the way fully through. He does keeping him consistent. Yeah, and he's consistent with it exactly. He's not, he is not just on one end of the force on both ends. Not saying that Joel and B hasn't shown me back uh, defensive player of the year this time around this, at all this year, but it's just like Jokic had less and he was still able to accomplish a lot. Right. Say a modern a modern day Tim Duncan, Mr. Fundamentals. Exactly. <laughs> Mr. Think, Fundamentals. That's, that's a great that's a great comparison for him, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, because Tim Duncan really wasn't no fast, strong guy. You feel me? He just played basketball. And you know, and I feel like I feel like people just so hurt about it because you know they like, all right, they ain't they got out the playoffs. Okay. It's a lot of motherfuckers that have won an NBA MVP and didn't even make the fucking playoffs. You feel me? So it's just like right. that doesn't really equate to shit. You feel me? Right. And Jokic like, or Jokic, she got uh MVP last year, so this is back to back MVPs. Exactly. Um, who else did that before in history? Uh, Giannis. Okay. Giannis, okay, I think okay. he got back to back. Um, yeah. who else got back to back? Uh, yeah, Jordan. Jordan, yeah. I think Kobe. No, LeBron. <laughs> did LeBron do it? No. The only two people I've been thinking of is um. No, Kobe, Kobe and Steve Nash, but I don't know. I don't know. Did yeah, Steve Nash ever get? He got back to back one year for it, but I don't think yeah, he yeah. did back to back though. No, but yeah, it's it, like I say. I don't know. It's just like me personally. It's just like it's not about who's the better player. It's about who's the most valuable player. And unfortunately, right. the thing is, Jokic is somebody that has a lot of value on both ends of the floor for mm-hmm. And I'm yeah, like, Joel Embiid, he just started turning up on the defensive end. Like, not to say he hasn't been a defensive anchor, but it's just like he he just started really turning up on the defensive end and showing us, like, all right, you can actually be defensive player of the year if you actually focused on defense type of shit. Yeah. So but, who we think who we think um going to advance after this? Well, um... well I know it's going to be shit. I mean, Dallas just tied it up with the Suns, so he's, they got they ass damn near spooked right now. Honestly, right. they finna hit. They they right. definitely finna hit a right. game seven. Unfortunately, only way they going, only way they, only way that uh, Dallas Mavericks going down at this point is if Luca ass not there. You feel me? Like yeah, right, 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 right. And so unfortunately, right. when he showed, the yeah, Dallas is kind of in. Uh, I was gonna say Dallas is kind of in. Uh, is in, in a Memphis position. If they lose Luca, then it's over with, you know. But if Luca's yeah, healthy. Lucas is not don't seem like he going nowhere no time soon. So I don't know what to nah. say Dallas because Chris, right. like I say, Chris Paul. Just the crazy thing is, I fuck with the Suns, but Chris Paul just really that inconsistent piece for me. You feel me? He had yeah. like it's like when right. Dev- when D booked it when Booker there, he he'll be like it's like that man be taking days off. Unfortunately, like bro, we still need you to dinner. If you want to go thirteen for thirteen with Booker here, you can still go thirteen for thirteen. You feel me? Fourteen to fourteen, whatever the fuck you want. It's just like when Booker there, his ass be. 15 and 20 and baby points. And I'm just like, bro, you literally are the only, uh, you're the other guy, bro. You're the other guy. Like you have to, yeah. like, it ain't, it's like literally when Chris, when Booker not there, Chris Paul want to be the man, but it's just like when Booker there, you just be chilling in the background. Like, all right, I'm just going to keep passing him the fucking ball, bro. Score the fucking ball. Do like, right. you're, you're if, if you, guy, you haven't arrived, you still got to work. You feel yeah. right. <laughs> 
Right. Like it's just like he'd be like, bro, I'm taking the no day days off. off. Yeah, yeah, no days off, man. Mm. <laughs> like, if I'm you like, want it, you gotta get it, bro. Like in that situation mm. like right now, you feel me? Like he be taking days off. Not to say that the other motherfuckers around them not doing what the fuck they supposed to be doing, but those niggas are role players. You feel me? You and Book are, and mm. Anton are the niggas. You feel me? Like mm-hmm. it's y'all. You feel me? And we can't. Even, I don't even. Anton, I just be like, all right, bro, your ass still young and going through some shit or some shit, still trying to figure out what type of big man you want to be. But you and Book have to really be the niggas like Steph and Clay. You feel me? Right. And I just be feeling like Paul be off on a, a log somewhere, just in his <laughs> own world. But then, but then again, it was a situation with his mom and shit. So I'm like, yeah, him off the game. Like you didn't ready to beat him off. Trying to throw him off a little bit. Stands, you trying to right. dribble basketball, but. But like I said, he got to step it up. But I do think it'll be um, Golden State versus the Suns, though. Okay. I want to see Golden yeah. State versus the Suns. Just. Hey, hey, he said, fuck a layup. I'm trying to uppercut a motherfucker. Hey, man. But I, but I don't know. But I was thinking uh, for the for the East, though, um, I was thinking it was going to be Miami versus, uh, damn, Miami versus uh, Philly. Yeah, but shit. I mean, not. I mean, not. I mean, say, not, I'm tweaking. Miami versus uh the Bucks, but shit. Like I say, both. But they didn't. Everybody that kind of even up the series except for the Golden State series. You feel me? So it's just right. like you don't even. I really don't know who to really where it can go. Know, go come out now because I, I was thinking Miami versus the Bucks, but shit. The Celtics been turning up on their ass. That I'm like, geez. I'm I, like, I gotta say something though, bro. I, I gotta say something about the Celtics. Go ahead. Hey, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, he got to step up a little bit, bit more, man. He's been doing his thing, but I've seen some inconsistency in his game, too. I mean, shit, he guarding Giannis this time. Shit, it ain't KD. You feel me? Like, right. that's a whole different monster. You feel me? So I'm like, I, I, I'll, I'll take him being, you know, off on points and shit like that as long as he do what he got to do on his defensive end. Because Jalen Brown definitely – they came a fucking lab like the other game. Yeah, stepping up. G was killing their ass. I'm like, bro, what the fuck have you been at? Right. It was surprising, but I'm like, shit. Like I say, Jimmy Butler kind of put themselves in a fucking bad predicament. He went to see Joel Embiid, and now they seeing their ass, and they can't stop him. So I don't know what the fuck Miami gonna do. Like, at all. all right. Hey, what hey, you I, think? I, I, I was gonna. My, I, my pretty, yeah. My predictions for the finals is gonna be Golden State versus uh the Suns. No, Golden State versus uh Milwaukee, though. That's my oh, prediction. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. I can see but, it. Yeah, but, but if anything, I do think Hardy might emerge this year. That's 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 the underlying. I heard I someone I heard someone tweet and say like Harden been playing better or something like that. Hell or, no, like, he that's getting... a lie. <laughs> that's a fucking lie. Like, he it's getting it together. He oh, just played, like, he literally had one good game the other day. Like, That's legit one good game. Like, yeah. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. That man, that man been playing like ass. He been taking, he been taking a few days off. That man been hey, taking Harden, ass. Harden's, Harden's game pisses me all the way off, bro. Bro, I don't, <laughs> lot to don't even, I don't even want to get started on James Harden. His ass, like at this point, he like I said, he fuck up, he fuck up in Philly. He ain't got nowhere to go. That's all I'm right. saying. He ain't, he ain't got he nowhere to go. Last, he might last season. No, it ain't his last. He might as well no, open I mean, the strip club be, though, and call right? one. Go, go back to Houston. Nah, somebody he might as well go back to his ass, but he ain't yeah. going to be no, no starter? Uh, contender no more. Nah. Yeah. His ass going to end up on a king somewhere fucking around. He going to be. 
Right. And, and he he better play like a Robert Horry, just shoot threes when he need to when they call pull his right. number. Get his ass on the on the bench, catch a ring. Man, his ass is boy. His, at this point, he might as well go sound with Golden State too. Shit, fuck it. Because I'm like, like I say, he yeah, don't man. do what the fuck he supposed to do in Philly, and they get rid of Doc Rivers and all that shit. Boy, his ass going too. Yeah, I know. It's like the thing is like what I say is with general managers, general managers and owners, they not gonna keep on allowing, keep on seeing what Harden is doing. And just jumping from team to team, thinking and, and making these unfulfilled ass promises. You feel me? Yeah. I, like, like I'll say, like, all right, the Rockets. I'll give you the Rockets tenure as a, as a, you know, as a, as a kind of like a pass. But it's like even then, you had opportunities to be. But what have you done finals. lately? What have you, you done me? lately? And lately, you know what I mean? his ass. best. Hold on, hold on. His his best chance was at the Rockets. But I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I think I think Howard fucked him up on that. Cause he he didn't live up to be the big man he was supposed to be. I mean, I mean, no, but honestly, it was just Chris Paul big ass for nothing. <laughs> I, I'll just say that because even it's like the thing is Dwight Howard was ass. You feel me? Dwight Howard right. revamped himself when he got to the Lakers. You feel me? So it's just like yeah, it's just like when he got to the Lakers the second time. You feel me? Because it wasn't the, the first time he was asked to sell the Lakers, too. So it was like when he got to the Rockets, I was like, I don't know what the fuck y'all doing. He was just ass with Kobe. Why the fuck would y'all think he would not be ass with James Harden? You feel me? Right, it's just right. like, it was like right. honestly, I just think it was kind of like Chris Paul. You feel me? His ass going down consistently every year when motherfuckers needed him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it's just like, now he has no excuse. You feel me? You have right. Joel and B, all these other motherfuckers. You feel me? And you the man. It's just like, yeah, when Joel and B was out, your ass was playing like ass, and you still kind of playing like ass. But it's like you gotta step up, bro. Like mm-hmm. you have to make it. Like at some point, you have to be at the NBA Finals, and when you don't get there, and you continue to not get there, it's just gonna raise a lot of questions. You feel me? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you gonna end up. Yeah, you're gonna be a bench player soon. <laughs> so you know things gonna happen. You know, you're gonna see life. You're gonna see the game from a different perspective next season. Oh man. Now hey, um, you know, stick you know, keeping it in sports and whatnot. I see you wearing the hat, Paul. I gotta I gotta ask, you know, let's get a socks update, man. Where we at hey, with it? Well, shoot, the Sox was uh on a six-game winning streak, then they got their asses with by Cleveland. Who uh at, who Cleveland changed their name from the Indians to the Guardians now because yeah. of, you know they you did know, yeah, yeah they we changed their name. when when did this happen right before I swear, the season okay because yeah. I, I swear after you know Washington changed their name um that was like the last one everyone kept saying well what about the Indians what about right. the Indians so, right and I'm waiting yeah. for the day they I'm, I'm waiting for the day they come for the Blackhawks because I'm protesting I'm gonna be real. To me, the Blackhawks sounds a little bit better than the Indians or the Chiefs or something like that. But <laughs> it still is. It still is. Hey, I we might have to switch up the stuff. logo. You feel me? That might right, be right. Make a like, we Black might have Hawk. to actually get a fucking Hulk. <laughs> hey man, right, right, right. I ain't mad case, at it. I already got the white one. I'm getting the the the, the black and the red one with that logo real quick. Hey, you might as well. Yeah, shit. come hey, on, hey, man. Hey, Calm hey, down. Hey, shit. Yeah. This is a messy ass. You see me on the wall? You see me on the wall? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? Come on, man. We ain't ain't letting that go. We ain't letting that go. Think about it. They just (laughs) discontinued the iPod today. Ah, yo, time is changing. Oh, let's talk about that. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to say this, bro. 
I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming because because somebody I was uh like one of these TED um TED talks, right? Um yeah. and I and I was listening in and um they were talking about how you know uh this was my man's like greatest last and greatest invention, right? The iPhone, right? Yeah. So how many times can they reinvent that? How many times can they change the camera or add a little feature here, add a little feature there, you know, make it roll right, gold, right, right, you know. So, so, so now Apple's at a point where they have to have some kind of, you know, and they got the money yeah, to man. do it, right? To hire great minds, but mm-hmm. they have to come up with a an idea that's so revolutionary that it, it pushes them uh, forward in the future, which is probably VR, right? The metaverse. I mean, that's mm-hmm. probably that's the direction everybody's trying to go, right? But, VR, but man, when they AR. announced it today, I was like, damn, right. When they announced it today, I was like, damn, man, you know, somebody told me about that 10 years ago. They were like, man, you know, eventually, you know, it's it's going to become antiquated technology. Yeah, but I feel really, so it's really kind of, it's, it's it's really bad. I mean, my iPod used to get me through my morning commute. Facts, you feel me? I'd be in class listening to that bitch. We don't get and when, no you wanna, when you think about it, I remember, I remember when, the you know, you started making the switch from an iPod to an iPhone. Because mm-hmm. you were like, well, I could keep songs on here too, and I got the phone, and I got this, and I feel like over time, I'm like, damn, it almost is valuable to still keep an iPod that's just dedicated for music because you were able to keep thirty thousand albums and and whatnot yeah, on there no, on your you, phone, like, yeah, your storage on your yeah on your phone, your storage, you might. Look, with, with streaming, you probably don't even keep any music on your phone anymore. So you just got streaming. And if you do keep any music on your iPhone, it might be like one album or one playlist or or something that you, you can't find on streaming. But you can't really put a whole oh, you think about music like on your stuff you, anymore. You got to think about it like this. Most of the time with these streaming uh, music apps, after you end your subscription or something like that, you don't even have none of that that music or playlist. Again. Facts, facts. So yeah, none you you really losing a lot. And when they pull the plug, it's gone. So like me? that's another thing that's real valuable today is like lost or not lost media, but um those local files. You know those local yeah. files are going to be really um important. Um and shit. I mean, they're probably really important right now, but they're going to continue to become more important because think about this with um, you know, sample clearance issues, things like that, or say say a label just decides, hey, you know, we've we've changed up this structure, we got to take it down. Shit, they just took down J Rock's album, so you can't yeah. listen to the Welcome Home. Yeah, you can't listen to the first J Rock album. Who knows what's going on? It might be back up in a few days, but it's like that's what happens with yeah. streaming, right? You're just you're you know you're at their mercy and things like that so you you can't even do that and a lot of these streaming services you do have to have everything cleared so all those mixtapes back then you know the writing on the wall from gucci man yeah, the gucci freshman man, adjustments yeah. from kanye all of the uh gangster grills all that stuff is not on streaming so if you don't have that downloaded you're you out of luck it. now if you go to dat piff maybe you can find it but even dat piff it's like it's kind of shaky over there. Shit can still get taken down from there too. Maybe stuff doesn't work. Right. You know, the site's not really maintained as well as these new sites. So it's like, yeah, there's definitely music that gets lost through the cracks when you keep on innovating and, and changing things and shit like that. I remember for a minute it was hard to find uh thank me later. Drake. Oh, come on. 
Or you mean so far mm-hmm. gone? Nah, uh, so far gone. Yeah, that one too. But thank me later is the one I was looking for. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. You know how I go, man. It's crazy out here. Now earlier, my bad. Um, I kind of want to go back. I know we were on technology, but um, before before we we go too far, we gotta mention Dave. I did, you know, I did mention Dave earlier with someone hopping on stage and things like that. But, uh, you know, what, what, you know, what's, what's really the thoughts there? Because, you know, outside of the implications on security and things like that, it's kind of like the second comedian. I don't necessarily want to call it a pattern, but, you know, people are already talking uh, like, is this a thing? I'm going in on this one, bro. Yeah. I got to go in on this one. First of all, how the hell you find a knife gun? That's first off, right? I'm going to roast this motherfucker. Wow. Yeah. A, a, a knife gun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, how do how you even find that? Where do you even get that yeah. from? That's first of all. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, you know, I, I don't want to bring him into it, but, you know, LGBTQ community, right? This is a guy who was uh, in the LGBTQ community. And usually they, 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 they say a lot about a lot of shit, right? And I support, you know, equality and all that shit. But, like, where's the, you know, Condemning of what he did, right? Because he didn't get charged. It's like, oh, he, he, he's a he comedian. Didn't get charged. He made, yeah. Yeah. right? It ain't really. Right. really he's a joke. He, he makes why, jokes. Why did he not get charged? I don't know. That's the thing too. It's a it's, it's, it's assault before, with a deadly weapon. Before before anything, before any affiliation to any community, let's just take him as a man. Why? What what protection? Why. What protection? Why did he not get charged? We have the video of him running on stage. We've seen him with a weapon. Why did he not get charged? I want to know what happened. That's the a knife. really weird. The knife gun. It's a really weird. The way they did afterwards. Damn right. The only thing I could think is maybe Dave said don't press charges, but I can't see that. I don't know. If I'm I was sure. Dave, I'm like, I'm beating your ass and you're going in. Like, <laughs> like what? Like, yeah, maybe, I'm sorry, maybe. black man. I'm sorry, dog. But like, you came at me with a knife. No, for real though, I can, <laughs> I can only speak on my experience. I can only, I can only speak on my experience in Chicago. Maybe okay. they, maybe he got a lawyer who was like, "Well, well, you know, this is mob action. You guys stumped him out, you know, so we can counter sue for assault as well." Hell no, that's 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 uh, beat the fuck out of him. That wasn't the police that beat his ass like that. Nah, you know? yeah. So it's just like they beat his ass. You feel me? Yeah, they played Rightly them. So. They played them games, bro. They played them games. Rightly so. <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like, yeah, I assaulted him. Right, his ass <laughs> out there off. looking you like walk it off. Fuck is he saying? Right, funny looking ass. Hey, tore up, tore up. Right, but, um, play, that's the only thing I can think of. That's the only thing I can think of is that you yeah, know, the, it's just weird. The it's lawyer came little, with yeah. the lawyer was like, Yeah, you could press charges. He's but like, we'll We're gonna counter sue. We're gonna right. counter sue because because Jamie Foxx and all, these other six motherfuckers stumped them out, right? Oh, baby, so that's we're gonna press charges against all of them. Hey, look, man, that's, that's what I'm <laughs> LA, LA never been sweet, and it's not sweet right now. So yeah, you can get off on charges, but right. So <laughs> I don't want no one you to know. come at the cop you know. <laughs> So I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop right there. <laughs> Don't come at us hey, with no <laughs> Hey, but um, bef- hey, listen, before man. um, I don't want your your Italian beef. 
Don't bring that shit right, up. Right, 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 right. <laughs> no food. I'm good. I already ate. Let's let's I'm finish cool. up this interrogation, man. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I ain't speaking. <laughs> Oh yeah, we didn't speak about we did not speak about that last week. Um, and you know what? You know what? R.I.P. Right, to that man. R.I.P. Yeah. to that man. <laughs> rest in peace. Rest in peace. I'm not a man. A man passes away. I don't care what his stance was. Right. You know? He he was a he was a relationship guru, a self proclaimed relationship guru, uh, mainly speaking on black relationships. Um, he had harsh delivery towards black women. He also had harsh delivery delivery towards black men, I guess, in the uh, beginning of his uh, content creation stages. But I guess when the reaction of his comments towards black women got more of a uh, that's what brought more him views. Yeah, that's what brought yeah. him into popularity. So, um, you know, when he passed, there were a lot of people who, of course, were not his fans who were happy and things like that and expressing that happiness online um but yeah outside of that he was a 56 year old man like i said relationship i mean i'm just saying like it's so crazy the nigga died and he's gonna be on atlanta this weekend as well right like the episode uh, the episode he's and the crazy thing and this is like the episode he's gonna be on he's giving out scholarships for people black people but he's determining who's black (laughs) ah that's funny so it's gonna be funny as hell bro right like R.I.P. that nigga. He finna go out funny as yeah. fuck. This is but his look, life. he he did. Like not only that. So okay, he's gonna go out funny as fuck on the show. But he, I guess he went out how he wanted to go out in real life because as a self-proclaimed relationship guru, like how else do you go out but during or after sex? Like yeah, him being a fifty-six-year-old man who I guess had battled some form of cancer when he was in college. I guess they were saying that. I guess he beat it, but it's still like, you know, you're, you still yeah, have some lingering. Sex. Exactly. Yeah. So they said he drank seven Red Bulls or something. And, and we saw the picture of the shorty that he was with, you know, a, a Latina probably. They said Red age. Bull. Red Bull gives <laughs> right. you he said red, They said Red Bull, AKA the pill. Oh, yeah, yeah. He man. probably he probably took some uh, gas station pills. He, was or he probably, well, he probably well, well, hopefully he wasn't on the gas station. station. Hopefully he was on the actual uh, right, Miami, right, right, Cialis. Right. No name, no uh, generics. He probably had the real one. He, he was on that go weed. You know, you can't handle it at that point. So, you know, not to make light of what happened, but if you had to go out. In the line of business I mean, that he shit, is, top five ways. I say when I would have bang, shit. no pun intended. Shit, I'm like either I dad money, dad pussy, or dad motherfucking. I don't even know. Like shit, that little <laughs> money and pussy top two. You feel me? So yeah, hey, prefer- hey, preferably after after smoking a blunt, getting some pussy. And then I'm dad after smoking my blunt. Like that's fine. Right. Like, I better be top three for me. It's, it's, use the P word, the Kai. The Kai the like, <laughs> right, right, right. We right. still ain't offend nobody. Nah, you know, you just, you just hit your, uh, you just hit, you you did what? You just hit the million on, or three million or something on uh, YouTube. You on Atlanta. You got a shorty half your age. You feel me? Right. You got all the, you know, the pills, the whatever. Yeah, he had a good life. He was, in, he was- and he was in and he was at the top of his game, you feel me? Already, already. So um 
you know, I guess, you know, obviously rest in peace. So we'll, we'll um, end that with a rest in peace. Um, but to just, uh, I guess, connect that to something else as far as speaking on, um, you know, him feeling like the, his last moments was probably, you know, some of his best moments and things like that. And maybe, maybe he felt like, I, not he felt, but sometimes, you know, when people pass, you, you know, you almost feel like maybe their mission or whatever they were here on earth to do is done. And the connection I'm making right now yeah. is, you know, Kendrick dropped the song, The Hard Part Five. And mm-hmm. in it, if you watch the video, he, he transforms, you know, his face transforms into Jesse Smollett, Kanye West, OJ Simpson, Kobe Bryant, um, Nipsey, Nipsey Hustle and Will Smith. Now, during the Nipsey part, you know, he I mean, during every part, he raps from their perspective. But, it, you know, at the end, when you see Nipsey, that was chilling. It was like, oh, shit. And the deep fake technology they're using when they're morphing these faces is like crazy right now so the shit looks like real like yeah it's like real real and then when you see nipsey it's like damn like you just remember like yeah you know he passed a few years ago and thing and and then here is here's you know kendrick rapping from his perspective talking about yeah you know i didn't feel like it was my time but my mission is complete you know make sure my sons watch my interviews things like that it was it was touching man but you know did y'all hear the song like overall what'd you think it's like kendrick got an album dropping on friday so yeah yeah i enjoyed the song um i just feel like um i don't understand why it's all the think pieces for you know right but i just feel like you know you know it's kendrick man because like i was thinking about this like i feel like he brings a substance to the genre that we miss a lot you feel me like not to say that the other uh, other artists aren't creating these thought But this is this the thing. There are other people making that, but I was I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, damn, there are a lot of think pieces and y'all y'all are like thirsty to like break down and dissect and like come up with something that might not be there. But I guess when you are an artist like Kendrick and when you do make something that's thought provoking, that's kind of what you produce because otherwise, when you have a song that's just like Oh, I'm fucking a bitch. I'm fucking a bitch. I'm fucking a bitch. Or, you know, not to not to shit on Jack Harlow. Like, you know, he he definitely has some dope tracks. But I listened to his new project and it wasn't too much going on there outside of the surface level. I'm partying. It's girls. It's beer pong, whatever. Yeah. So when you hear a song like Glamorous, it's like, all right, I got it. I understand what this is. Hey, Kendrick, bro. Kendrick is a artist, man. Like he went from rapper to artist to me. Um, He's trying to push message push more messages now and uh i think that um everybody was kind of like waiting for his next project after his last project right so he had the platform to say what he wanted to say so i i I think that he just did you know what he felt needed to be done especially with all the controversy that's going on and all the controversy you know with those faces that that popped up like sometimes their story don't get told from they from their side right it gets told from the side of the media and it gets to, it's to get told by, you know, people in the media with opinions and shit versus, yeah. you know, uh, actually saying like how they felt in the moment or what was going on. And you know what I mean? So, I mean, I, Kanye, I liked it. I liked it. Kanye, I think it's different. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people who put stuff out like this, but but they don't have the platform he has. Exactly. Exactly. Like Kanye, his face, when his face popped up, you know, the lyrics start to go into, you know, uh, feeling bipolar and then this is what you know when uh ju- when uh not just will smith face pop up the lyrics go into uh hurt people hurt people 
And then shit, Jussie's, you know, mm. stuff was talking about the, you know, hypocritical this, this, but it's still kind of speaking to the hurt, right? So he's talking about the culture. He's talking about things that we accept and call the culture, but it's really hurting us, right? It's so, the trauma. Yeah, when when we see the Will Smith smack, we're sitting there laughing. Yeah, that's what you got to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> but deep down, it's like he hurting, you know? Something. <laughs> exactly. the, the fact that he even had to go up there meant that he was hurting. He was laughing at first, right? He was laughing, and then he looked at Jada, and Jada had that face that he probably see at home a lot. Like, you know what? Damn, you know, let me let me yeah. let me show something off, you know, and, yeah, and now you no, go I, up there and whatever. Yeah. I didn't really think about it in that way. Like, you know, yeah. it's like he's showing really the parts of the culture. You feel me? Like, you know, with this black culture, there is, you know, you know, mental illness, you know. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of like PTSD and trauma and shit like that. And then it's just like okay. ultimately with this black culture, a lot of us. You know, we we have this sense of a mission that we want to fulfill, right. but we don't even know if we're gonna actually fulfill it one day. Right. And that's the part when you when you mentioned that to me in like the Nipsey part, I'm like, damn, it's like Kendrick is a really crazy ass motherfucker. You feel me? Like, and they say this song was written two, three years ago. And that's the crazy thing about it. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact when I hear shit like this because I be sitting here like, bro, it be songs that I just be sitting and writing repeatedly for years. Yeah. And I'm just like. Some of this shit, I'm like, I don't know if it'll ever come out or I'll ever right. record it or whatever the fuck. But right. it's just like, it's just like, it's just like the power in words that you can have a moment in yeah. the past and keep that same type of feeling, and it'll be, it'll still be present in today. You it's crazy because there's a there's a few joints um, that shit I have. I don't I don't have too many unreleased joints. Like when I you know make something, I put it out. But there are a handful of joints that I have that are great. You know what I mean? Like it's great. But if I put it out, I'm saying some feelings will get hurt. It's mad personal. Like, I'd be listening to it like, damn, did I even have to even say all this? But it was, I guess it was cathartic to get it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was there was a joint that I had played um, in the COD when you was in there, when I was doing the, uh, the listening, uh, listening party. party. You know what I mean? And, and it was a joint that I had for like two years. That's still dope. But I'd be thinking like, you know, like it, when I put this out, because I, I played it for somebody and someone was like, oh, that R&B vibe. But I'm like, I'm not singing. Like I might be rapping slow or right. like stretching words, but I'm not singing at all. Mm-hmm. And it's not that, you know, but I'm saying like, I'm so motherfucking tired. I just want to change the tide. And I'm playing it for people. And I remember like the discord got quiet because it's not mm-hmm. necessarily like a happy vibe. But then you're listening to somebody who, you know, who makes music, who's continually making music, who's putting out this podcast, doing this. And I'm talking about I'm tired. I'm this. I'm that. People is kind of like, damn, G, like, you all right? Like, I'm talking about, you know, how much money I put in this shit um, just to show you something, not even to make money back, just to show you. And and when I hear people listening to it, I almost got a little self-conscious again, like, yeah, I don't know if people ready. Like, I damn near took that off the track. Right. It was like, you know, yeah. do you want to put that out there? You know what I mean? Like, it might be something you right, But you know what? Time, but, yeah. I back that shit up, bro. I back that shit yeah. up because sometimes you got you invest yourself, right? You invest your, your time, your mental, your money, and people just yeah. don't respect it because they don't see yeah. it, bro. They don't and that's see the thing. Them. Everything is yeah. so instant right now. Like, social media shit, work. everything's so instant. Right. Yeah. They be thinking uh-huh. people, you know, overnight, for real. 
But yeah, people really no, been working. Real. People really been working. Should look yeah. at look at Joe Fresh Goods, man. Look how long he been popping off. Putting and now, work, you feel me? now yeah. I mean, globally, not, well, yeah, globally, people are are really waiting for those drops. And I and when I send you that stuff about yo the raffle in Chicago. I be getting yeah. them from the discords where people in Philly and New York be pissed. Why is it always in Chicago, bro? He from man, Chicago. Fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, not, everything, Chicago, not everything should be for y'all botters, dog. Like, let yeah. the people have some shoes, man. Because that's why, and the thing yeah. is, like, the thing is, and then this is like most of the shit that he's doing is tied to the Chicago culture. You feel me? Exactly. And so I feel like that's that's where, you know, right. even with the right. music, like, the music part is like we want to get on this you know it's always for the culture the music is part of the culture but it's like i feel like at some point we have to share a piece of ourselves with that you feel me yeah even that and shirt I, you're that, wearing look how yeah, long buddy think, been throwing up them them bear champs and and now yeah. it's like you see him kind of you know national projects and things like that so, yeah and uh, so i just feel like you know even with like just with music like even if it's a two, three-year-old song, you know, it's just like, if it's personal to you and you feel it has a message to you, put it out there, you know? Yeah, because a lot of times those songs, you be sitting there even thinking to yourself, okay, it's either a personal message or is the sound still in? You know what I mean? So for Kendrick, yeah. for Kendrick to not only release a song that was two to three years old, but it's still relevant, right? Because... Okay, he he mentioned Kanye was bipolar. We've been known that, but we're seeing it really play out now. You know, yeah. like okay, he he mentioned Will Smith hurt people, hurt people, and automatic automatically we're thinking about the the slap. Two to three years ago, that was what entanglement or or just more of him and Jada and stuff like that. Yeah, right. so right. it's right. Like, been happening for a while. Yeah, he been he you know he been having it for a while. Of course, the Jesse thing happened happened a while ago. Of course, Kobe happened a while ago. But all that shit is still relevant. Like this yeah. shit is hitting us at a, as a ton of bricks right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He probably he probably yeah he probably thought of LJ. He probably thought of Kobe and the Nipsey stuff and, and put the put the song down. But then yeah. saw what happened to Jesse. Saw what Kanye was going through. Yeah. And saw what will happen to Will, and he's like, you know what? It's time. He's like, he's like, you right. Know. And it happened like that sometimes. Like, it, it's like he kind of picked the most prominent faces for each thing because I feel like Kanye is ultimately this like not even established poster child for rap mental illness. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Like, I feel like he's just like in regards to like I like just think about it like no you you what you what you're saying where you where you're going is true because like when you say rap mental illness like or or you said black mental illness I said so, rap mental illness okay rap yeah no no I, I like I like how you said that too because we can we can speak about mental illness but when you watch that documentary you saw how Cootie when he when he came back to uh film him after I think was it uh, late registration had just dropped or something like that. So he was already right, kind right, of right. moving up, right? So right. this whole time we've seen him him struggling, him trying to make college dropout. We see college dropout drop. Now there's some success. Now Rockefeller, you know, respects you. Now mm -hmm. you're starting to get the budgets. He went with they, Hype Williams. They don't, yeah, they don't spend so much time together, right? They don't spend so much time together. So when we see right. them come back and it's almost like, um, an updated version of the first party, the first Channel Zero party they were at in Chicago when Kanye had the Cartiers. Now it's updated. Now this is late registration, yay. 
He can't even remember his name. He calling him Chike. He calling him this. He calling him that. Cootie like, come on, dog. Don't do that. Don't do that. You see Kanye drunk talking about, nah, that's my man Chike. I mean, Cootie, I mean, you know, and it's like, fam, you, you my guy. And then he tried to, in the next scene, he was like, in the morning, you know, Kanye was, um, you know, apologizing, this, this, and that. And um, I guess they said he was trying to put out the documentary and say, like, I, it's ready. And then Kanye said, nah, don't put it out now because I don't want people to know that side of me yet i'm still this you know mm. and then they showed they showed kanye i think i think they maybe um maybe my little timeline is going a little wild mm. but the part that i'm speaking on that kanye really spoke about his mental health almost in the early beginning is when i think he might have been wearing that um it was when he went to the grammys and he was you know the uh when he said he went ultra travolta when he had just like that like mm that like lapel suit that looked like yeah. it was from the 80s and you had the right, big right, glasses right. i don't think it was graduation yet it was a little bit before that it might have been when he was getting there because he he definitely looked you know mad coked up and everything and he was he was just going off the rails calling him louis vuitton don he said yo kanye you know what's this and he goes like nah right now i'm the performer i'm not the person kanye mm. you know when i heard that i was like oh man because when are you gonna be back to the person I got to speak to you about how we're going to, you know, set X, Y, and Z up. Now you being the, right. you being the artist who, who conveniently forgets my name, who conveniently leaves me off the flights, you know, who conveniently is now too big for me, but mm. you're telling me don't be offended or don't feel hurt because you're just the star. That's yeah. the star Kanye. Yeah, so to me, like, that yeah, rap yeah. mental health, you saw it, right? He was a yeah, wrong person and now... It, yeah. And then it the was game like rips more, you apart. And even more prominent after like they showed the death of his mom. So it was just like, I definitely yeah. feel like they use Kanye as this like mental health rapper post child. You feel me? Yeah. All right. You, this man's bipolar. You can, if you, if you're acting crazy, we're going to think you Kanye, but if you don't even have a mental illness, then we don't know what the fuck to say about you. You feel me? Like, exactly. it's just like, what the fuck? But right. then it's just and think like, about that bipolarism, bro. Think about it. You, you, you're a performer when you're in the limelight, so you got to act a certain way. You got to speak a certain way. You can't exactly. say certain things. You got to do certain things. You got to maintain your persona. But then you get around your boys that you grew up with in your family, and you get How relaxed. You now you're yourself. Yeah. Right, right. Right. But sometimes, sometimes it gets too blurry. And yeah. then you don't know, you know, Glory. now you're around your family and you're acting like the star. You go and like, you can't oh. turn it off now. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and when yeah. you don't have music out, when you don't have music out, you, you still want to be viral, right? So that's where we get the antics in the culture. Yep. That's where we get the turn on the camera. That's why we get 6 9 always trying to do some wild Start shit. Start a beef like how, with somebody exactly. with a goof ass. Hey, exactly. hey, hey, this, that's when you got the Jussie Smollett uh, situation. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that connects to the next person in the song. Exactly. So, like you got his need for attention. Yeah, all these things come back to the culture. The heart. Yeah, yeah. And then Kendrick said, yo, you know, at the beginning of the video, he said, I am all of us. So mm. Kendrick's basically saying, I'm in all these right. people. I got bipolar yeah. moments. You know, like, who knows what Jesse was going through when he was trying to call out for help and he pulled this stunt. I could be, you know, like, right. shit, I could go out like Nip. I could go out like Kobe, you know? Like, basically, he was saying, like, look how Kobe worked and 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 it wasn't all bad. It definitely wasn't all bad because, you know, he spoke about determination when Kobe was speaking. 
Yeah. And the, that determination got Kendrick to where he is and things like that. So there's, you know, he, he spoke on the good and the bad of the culture, but there's definitely some light that he was shedding as far as like, this is what you guys call the culture. There's some sickness here, you know, don't celebrate the sickness. So this, uh, mm-hmm. this album that's, on yeah, Friday, a, yeah, this, this album, album gonna on be Friday going to be nice, man. This album going to be crazy. <laughs> now you, you, you got me and he wrapped like, over a Marvin Gaye sample and they let him. Yeah, the Marvin Gaye they, family don't play, man. Yeah, they ain't they, take it they're down. suing people off top. Yeah, <laughs> well, they did I'm, take it down for an hour. Them, <laughs> yeah, it did go down for an hour. So some some paperwork got signed. So yeah. something out there, but yeah, bro. Is there anything else we need to cover for this week, man? It's been a lot. Man, what are we talking? Hey, about? man, don't Rico us. First of all, please don't. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play Rico. NBA, I wanted uh, to play Rico at the end, of course, from Meek and with Drake. Drake and <laughs> but but I want to be. I want to be a started they beef like right, right. Like, if I'm really like looking, looking back at it, I'm like Rico really the song that started Meek Mill and Drake beef. Yeah, Drake really he, ate his ass up on that bitch. Right. Came out like, yeah, niggas out here ghostwriting. I'm like, bro, shut your ass up. <laughs> you wouldn't let this nigga that get I remember. Ghost. I remember being I remember being in East Room and seeing that tweet for the first time. I was like, I was running around. I was like, that Drake was doesn't write his rhymes. I was like, I I saw uh Black Matt. I was like, bro, Drake doesn't write his rhymes. <laughs> I was going crazy, bro. Gee, I don't know hey, bro, but I gotta say this, bro. Hold on, hold on. I gotta say this, bro. I gotta say this. When you a rapper like Drake, or even hold on, remember, remember when Gilly came out. Talking that Lil Wayne shit, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But but like, is anybody gonna doubt Lil Wayne's talent or his right. flow? Right. He, he, if he got some extra help, gotta, just if he got some extra help, because he got writers block, which which actual writers get writers get you writers know? block. <laughs> hey Gordo, no shout out Gilly, shout out million dollars worth of game. Hey, I fuck with Gilly. Hey, I but fuck Wallo with Gilly. Dollars. Right for Gilly, though. That's the crazy part uh, about it. Wallo funny, man. Hey, you Wallo see what I'm saying? Hey, you see what I'm saying, yeah, though? Yeah. Right. Look, look, every artist... I want to be his funny ass, G. Hey, every artist or, 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 or writer gets writer's block sometimes. And sometimes, right. you know what I'm saying? The people around you in the studio... Or, they gonna give you, know you a saying? bar or something? Yeah. They gonna give I mean, you some... They gonna give you some... some yeah. I mean, if niggas really start so that's why when I hear that, that shit, way, I'm just like, really, if, if, if my thing is, if niggas in the hood start looking at it that way, niggas will actually make some really good songs. But niggas really right. not doing it that way. Right. Niggas really going in the studio, listen, like, bro, this verse hot, and motherfuckers really right. like, yeah, bro, that shit hot. It shit, bro, me and me and Gordo used to be in a studio like that. Like, I ain't gonna say we was writing each other bars, but it would definitely be like, nah, yo, say it like that, or like, yo, or I remember one song. time. Yeah, I remember one time there was a beat on and Gordo just freestyling in the back somewhere. Like, he wasn't even thinking about recording. I'm like, nah, 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 keep that. That's the hook right there. That's the hook right there. <laughs> That's like, it. for the weekend. Because somebody else might hear somebody else might hear something that you don't hear. You know? Right, exactly. and, and the thing is, you know who I really learned that from? Rap Fest. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. Being around Rap Fest and Kanye and all of them being in the same room right Working mm-hmm. together and making making songs, yeah. I really and that's yeah. one of the people that I really learned that from. Like I remember he was like, you know, he's like sometimes like everybody can't jump on the same track and be on the same track. Like you got to just go in and throw that fucking bar to your 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 man's. You feel yeah. me? And Get that freedom joint. Like that. 
Because yeah, it's like yeah. me personally, yeah. like it's like me personally, I know that I don't have yeah. the voice to be on every track. You feel me? So it's just like right. a motherfucker need a bar too. There you go. Like I used to do the same shit with Carson shit. When you right. used to write songs like shit, I'd be like, bro, that shit ain't hot. Switch it up. Right, and right, that's, right. That's, like it that's how like that literally makes you better. Or be like, bro, say this or say that. Or I say go with this word. Like it literally, like I feel like that makes more. Yeah, we like, need, hey, we need a track, bro. Whoa, you know the vibes. Come on, I said it. Let's get Paul. I said on it, that. man. We're gonna. It's we, about we, power. We it's track. about drive. <laughs> drop a card. <laughs> hey, card tape is for real. I already told the Discord. We got enough producers in there. We got like a few other like hey, like real I'm, real hey, deal. I'm, like I'm, yeah. I, I said I said this. I said it myself. Like I'm making myself go to the studio over yeah. the phone. Like I, I I like me and Doc. Like me and Doc are gonna sit down and just like. A few sessions and try to knock out a project. And shout out Doc, man, because Doc out here moving right now. Hey, he's been working. He's been working with Vic that. Spencer. He's been working with Vic Spencer for as long as I've known him. But now it's like they dropping collaborative tapes that's yeah. moving. You know, got real. You know, features on there. Of course, like he had a tape with I Am God as well. So yeah, he's going crazy on the underground. Yeah, he really like, is. Going, he, he, like he, he holding up. Like, I ain't gonna stand yeah. underground rap. Doc holding that shit down. I'm like, whole yeah. time I should have just stayed in the stayed in the rap game and became an underground type of mom. Hey man, you know the vibes, bro. You know you can still do that. We out here, bro. <laughs> like you, you got the you got the Ogden beat. You know, like whenever hey, you no, get I this, definitely you know. know. I, I already got my yeah. verse written to that. I gotta finish. Yeah. I gotta just sit and record it. Um, but yeah. yeah, I definitely was sitting there like Doc really could have put niggas on underground level type of shit. Like he right. really had. But a, we just like, we just needed we just needed to know because back then, I won't say that we we always had bars and there was always boom bap tracks, but we definitely was still bringing trap records and things like that. Like I'm not saying that you can't put out trap and be an underground artist, but we was definitely just having fun and 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 you know making music partying yeah. Yeah. yeah it wasn't really like yo we gonna take over the underground and do this I mean, like no, if we was, was on that like, we could that do that moment when he yeah. was like he was like no it was just that one moment he was like you really can rap and i was like yeah i was like oh thank you but i didn't really think anything of it you feel me because i'm yeah. just like how many niggas get told they can rap a day you feel me <laughs> right, right 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 but it was just like it was like it was just something that was like all right i should have took this shit kind of serious when he told me this shit Right. It was just like, yeah, that nigga. But shout out that nigga, Doc. That's my nigga, though. He definitely. Because we had, we had a, you know, shout out Doc. We definitely had a few times. I, like, I had, I had a hook one time. I was like, yo, this hook needs like a deeper voice on here, bro. I was like, yo, just come through with the backing vocals, bro. Like, people yeah. think we just rappers, you know what I mean? Like, we really produce some <laughs> shit, you know what I mean? Like, like, I said, yo, come, I said, come through and do some backing vocals right here, you know? Like, <laughs> like, yeah. and then shit, even, even the joint I heard, uh, you know, we was, we freestyled on a Drake song. Oh, yeah. And this yeah. shit was so good. I said, AX, give me an original beat, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> went back in and reworked this shit, you know, man. Real. So, but yeah, yeah it, it, collaboration yeah, definitely hey, helps for real. But if this is Kendrick's last album, it's gonna be on to his last it. album on TDE. On TDE, yeah, okay, so yeah. he, he might do his own. Independent he just gonna yeah, he's just gonna be on PG Lang with uh, that's the company that uh produced this video, which is his company, oh. him and okay. Dave Free. So Dave Free is another guy who used to be uh he used to be working with uh, TDE. So it's like one of the. One of the big three, it was Top Dog, Punch, and Dave Free. So it's mm. Dave Free and Kendrick are leaving to do this uh, new venture with uh, mm. PG Lang. And their first artist is Baby Keem. 
Yeah, and I'm like, baby, Keem already teed up. He's going, he going out there. He, right. Yeah, so. And, you know, their, their company does have some movie in the works with the South Park creators. So Kendrick is working on some animated movie with them that's going to focus on a black guy who works at a museum as a slavery enactor. So, you know, I don't know what it is, but you know, it's Kendrick and hopefully, you know, like when I, when I hear you do this type of thing with the South park riders, I'm sitting here like, all right, I don't know if you're going off the deep end, but you know, you're Kendrick and you haven't, you know, steered us wrong with your ideas so far, but you know, he got a lot of big things going on, you know, so he leaving TD, he got his album, he got baby King, he got some movie in the works. Like, the nigga needs to drop nah, that I got so kid, many questions, uh, bro. <laughs> he needs to drop that big kid, man. Sitting fucking. So many questions. Yeah, the next episode. Reenactment shit. That shit. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, like, hey, like, man. Because I'm watching Moon Knight, and he work in a museum, and they doing the Egyptian gods and shit. So I'm like, <laughs> I can only imagine a motherfucker working in a museum, and they got actual slave reenactment up. I'll be like, But oh, fam, you know that, that's, not, that's not even, like, far-fetched, because, like, um, you know, they do those, uh, they actually do those Civil War reenactments in certain places no, in America. Know, and when I was, bro, when I was uh, in high school, I remember, I remember we, we had to go to some place and, and they were, you know, they was talking to us about, you know, this is where, you know, the, the slaves, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And we walked into like a house and it was some like reenactment type of place or something. I don't I don't think it was actual like reenactors, but it was like <laughs> it was definitely like we was walking someplace and they said this is how it looked back then. Right. And they were like, this is the quarters. This is where people did this. This is, you know, we was trying to learn and we walk into a fucking barn or some shit. And I swear a black lady in some robes. She looked like she was dressed in the slave stuff. She jumped out of nowhere and started saying, like, she just started yelling at us. And I was like, bro, it was like a jump scare, bro. I was like, <laughs> and, you know, I was the only black kid really Hell in the class. No. So it's like people looking at me, like, I'm looking at her, like, what, what are we doing here? But yeah, she hopped out of somewhere. <laughs> right, and what she, we told doing us, here? she told us Girl, basically, this is, she said, you know, she basically said, this is what my job would have been back then. And, and this is how we would have escaped or something. But it was like, it is weird, bro. I don't like, <laughs> you it's know, I'm the, some, only, the only black kid in class. I got some family from And we, we go to some place yeah. that has slavery enactors. It was weird, bro. <laughs> like, I, 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 was, I was down in New Orleans. I was yeah. in New Orleans because I, I got family from New Orleans, right? And yeah. I'll never forget this, bro. I was like, oh, you know, what is some of the sites and stuff around to go see? I want, you know, I want to see some stuff. And this lady, man, she told me, she was like, oh, have you taken a, a plantation tour? And I was like, I don't want to take no motherfucking plantation tour. You know what, you I, mean? Know what I mean? Like, like yo, like <laughs> they be wild. No offense, like, like, no offense but uh, like, do I look like I want to see that shit? <laughs> Come on, man. But like, but like, but bro, <laughs> but this is this is a thing. <laughs> right. Absolutely not. But look, this is the thing. Like, it's a part yeah. of American history, right? So right. a lot of people take the stance that they don't they don't want them to forget that because because even in those uh, uh, civil war reenactments, of course, yeah. you know they they don't got any black people involved, but it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know sla slavery was a huge over. part of that exactly, shit. Exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Like, so I understand it, 
Um, but I guess at the time I was just expecting to be, you know, walking around like a, a replica town or something and being yeah. like, all right, you walk into some place and now you got people acting like that was a little like, hey man, how about how about you just have a tour guide tell me? No, it's I don't need like, you. Hey, what you do for a living? Hey, what you do for a living? Oh, I'm a slave reenactor. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. All right, dog. Episode of Atlanta where they were reenacting some shit. Uh, was it the Juneteenth? Yeah, when it was like, yeah, on June, like on that Juneteenth yeah, episode, they were reenacting yeah. the emancipation of slaves and some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, that's exactly <laughs> what I feel like it would be. Like, I'd be like, is y'all fucking serious? You know, I'd be you know? Like, y'all ain't never fucking serious right now. This is America. <laughs> yeah, America, this is America. This is my area. Hey, man. <laughs> but, um, you know, prayers up for YSO. Prayers up for 4 PF. Anybody caught up in these Ricos? Um, obviously, just watch yourself out there because people look at your social media. You know, there's a lot of people out here who are who have been posting lyrics because everything is a meme. But who else? Who do you think is going to look at your social media and then pull those lyrics for their case? You're doing their job for 100%. them. So you know, all the rappers out there, all the artists. You know, watch be yourself, safe. be careful, be cognizant of what you're saying on the record. I, I guarantee you, you don't have to tell us everything. You ain't got to. There's no points for being real, which is what Kendrick was trying to tell us. The culture acts like you got to be the hardest and you got to be the realest. Be the realest. Gotta, but honestly, there's no reward or payback for whatever you think you're getting out of that. Exactly. So I, I other than that, yourself. you know, prayers up for Kevin Samuels as well. Rest in peace. Um. Shit, man, prayers up for John Morant. <laughs> so, man. hey, man, I hope I hope everybody good, man. So, um, oh, and, and oh, oh, prayers up for Stephen A. Smith because I saw something today about um Tom Brady, and he said that he's definitely going to be a sportscaster when he retires. And basically, Fox already has a contract out for him saying that he'll be getting million. paid. Yeah, thirty-seven, which is going to be the highest sports caster ever and at the bottom of that list or at least number five on that list right now is uh Stephen a smith with 10 million at espn i seen jim rome right now is number one with 30 million yeah the fuck watches jim rome get my I don't boy even know who that is first off Stephen is espn two he shows ESPN. podcasts you know, social media, uh, web show. Paid fucking 10, 10 million, bro. Nah, man. Who negotiated? Hold on. I, I got to say right? this devil's advocate. Who who negotiated his contract? Real talk. Because he got an agent. Yeah. Yeah. It could be motherfucking. What's uh, buddy ass from uh, Rich Sports? Mm. What's LeBron man's name? <laughs> Is this Rich? Rich something? You talking about uh, <laughs> Rich, uh, Rich Paul? I don't Rich know. Paul. Rich Paul, yeah, Rich Paul, Rich yeah, Paul. It could yeah. have been Rich Paul. <laughs> right, right, right. But the one thing that I did notice on that list, ESPN was only named once for Stephen A. The the um, you know the rest of the top four was Fox and CBS Sports. So hmm. it does show me that ESPN as a company got to be cheap as hell. Because <laughs> to me, they it's like yeah, bro. Huh? Like they when's the last be. time? When's the last time you watched Jim Rome? Why is he getting paid thirty million? I see Stephen A. What, everywhere. Stephen A. is is viral. It kind of 
Yeah. He is. He is. And it probably yeah. gives him leverage to be like, hey, ESPN, you see this shit? Yeah. <laughs> right. Match me. Right. Match me. No, dead right. I'd be in that bitch. We don't. We are definitely. I'd be like, I'm out. If I'm you don't no pay me, I'm out. My contract I'm going to CBS or Fox Sports and I'm going to shake him up over there. What you want? <laughs> right. Because now, hey, hey, go, what are you going to do, ahead. Jim? What are you going to do, Jim? I'm in the same building and I'm doing more than you. So. Hey, go, hey, ESPN, go ahead and uh, hire uh, fucking Jim Rome. Nobody knows right. who the fuck he is. Oh, bro. Tony Romo. How is Tony Romo getting paid all that bread, bro? Wait, so who the fuck is Skip paid by the end? Skip and Shannon. That's what I'm like. Who paying that? Right, them? right. Aren't they on they Fox? Definitely. I don't but know they should be getting paid too. They moving. They, they should definitely. Michael Strahan getting paid 17, but it's like, bro, Strahan, I don't be seeing you as much as the other guys. He be chilling. If he getting paid you, 17, yeah. he. If he get paid seventeen and chilling, God bless Come him. On. You know he, he do his little for, he do Shit. his little football coverage and then he out. He gone. Stephen Stephen doing basketball, football, baseball, uh, boxing. Yeah. yeah, the Olympics. He was over he, there. <laughs> he was talking about people right. diving. I was like, damn, G, you just know it all. Like, <laughs> you know, covering college is, gymnastics and shit. Skip is smoking black and miles. <laughs> you skip so oh no no Shannon, my bad. Shannon smoking black Hey, skip ass is sipping Tangare with some Jordan's on, talking shit about yeah. LeBron. Yeah, Jeez, yeah. What's skip doing? Come on, Jordan fresh as hell though. Oh, the real <laughs> fresh as hell. Fresh he be popping the tags, popping the tags. Hey, fresh ass Jordan one. Good ass motherfucking black tee on with a chain. Right, with a with a. He got a black tee on with a blazer. And a black and mile in the in, in the motherfucker inside of his jacket. Come on, man. Be going crazy. Man, be going yeah, crazy. Nah, hey, 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 Stephen A definitely got some renegotiating yeah. to do if I'm him. Shit. Yeah, oh, Steve, yeah. Well, I, I would walk it, I would walk over there with that list and be like, Y'all fucking for real. <laughs> you see this? This is disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting. Tony Romo. Hey man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be called, I'd be in there like a uh, ice ice cube in the uh, straight out of Compton. He's the, the bat in the uh, office. I'm gonna just take out everything. Like fuck this. <laughs> but yeah, man. That's episode sixty nine. This is the Kai. Pray for the culture. Pray for our brothers. And uh, I'm gonna play. Uh, what's it called at the end of this? MF Doom, Rap Snitch Kisses, man. Peace. Peace. Yo, Yo. MF Doom, Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic. Villain. What up, nigga? Ain't nothing. What's the word? It's cracking, boy. Same old shit, kid. Man, rap snitches, man. Shit is bugged out, man. What the fuck, man? She telling me. Niggas running their mouth, Talk. telling anything, anything. Rap snitches, telling all their business Sit in the court and be their own star witness Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here, fuck around Get the whole label sent up for years, uh Rap snitches, telling all their business Sit in the court and be their own star witness Do you see the perpetrator? Yeah, I'm right here, fuck around Get the whole label sent up for years, uh. Tight profile, low, like eight and paid in full Attract heavy cash, cut the game centrifugal Mr. Fantastic, long throw like elastic All my life with twin glocks That's made out of plastic 
can stand up brown nosing nigga fake ass bastard admiring my style tall bust through Manhattan plotting playing the quickest my flow's the sickest my hoes be the thickest my dro the stickiest street nigga stamped and bonafide when beef jump niggas come get me cause they know I ride true to the ski mask New York's my origin play a fake gangster like an old accordion according to him when the D's rushed in complication from the wild testimony was thin cause this man to go up north the boy hit him again lame rap snitch nigga even told on the Mexican rap snitches telling on their business sit in the court and be their own star witness do you see the perpetrator yeah I'm right here fuck around get the whole label center for years rap snitches telling on their business sit in the court and be their own star witness do you see the perpetrator yeah I'm right here fuck around get the whole label center for years it's rules to this shit fools dare care everybody wanna rule the world with tears for fear yeah yeah tell them tell it on the mountain hill running up they mouth bill everybody doubting still Keep it up and get tested Pop through your bubble vest or double breasted He keep a lab down south in the little beast So much heat you would've thought it was the Middle East A little grease always keeps the wheels a spinning Like sitting on 23's to get the squealers grinning Hitting on many trees, feel real linen Spitting on enemies, get the steel for ten men With no brains but gum flap He said his gun clap, then he fled after one slap Sun shut the trap, save it for the bitches Mmm, delicious, rap snitch delicious you know what I'm saying? It's terrible. crazy, man. I'm just analyzing this whole game. It's just bugged out, man. Niggas snitching. Telling on their own self. It's a horror, Fuck man. around. Don't get anybody bag, man. Trust Fuck around. Get your mama bag, man. You know your grandma used to be bootlegging. Fake hustling, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>